Hey, 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 welcome into another episode of Halos in the Infield with your host, Todd Fox, along with his two other co-hosts. Hi, guys, it's Courtney. Always nice to be back. Hi, guys, it's Fernando. Always <laughs> nice to be back. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and we have a special guest on this show. Thanks, Fernando. Um, who it just knocks it out of the park more than the Angels do. And that is Randy Yaws, who creates all our greatest, greatest designs for our red bevel. So let's let's give a, a round of applause for Randy. Literally, the merch is so good that people are now stealing the ideas. Facts. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I wish I was. Well, no solo home runs here, fellas, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Honorary he- fella. She's good. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> she got. She was saying earlier before the show that she got called out for being a girl at third base, and she showed him. She showed that guy who was Ooh. boss. Did you Love steal it. home? No, there's no stealing home in slow pitch, but I did hit a oh. triple off the wall, so that's fine. All right, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> did he give you the pretty good for a girl? Like, did he? Yeah. They were actually playing me deep too, and I still burned them. So I was like, "There you go." <laughs> Oh, there you go. There you go. And that's after an ACL. She probably would have turned that into an inside the park before. So Exactly. I was jogging and I was intoxicated. So <laughs> there you right. go. Sounds good. So yeah, when Justin Upton's intoxicated, he just kind of runs to first base and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, Artie doesn't even move and he's intoxicated. He just sits there. Um, He's all, oh, three million fans, three million fans. I love you. My billboards are so good. (laughs) I can make that joke. I'm a Latino man. Yeah, you could say that. I can't. So yeah, Yeah. I'm a Latino man. But I'm a Mexicano, so I can say, "Woo, viva los angelitos." There you go. (laughs) Let's get to the meat and potatoes. We uh, we had a four game series where the Angels, before it started, just like three other series before that were made out to be must-win, the Angels still had a chance, with all the procrastinating that they've done all season to win games, had a chance that even if they just picked up three out of four, preferably a sweep, but three out of four would have been more realistic, just at least send a message and gain a game on Oakland. And they... What happened, guys? What happened? Trash. We're trash. That's what happened. We just suck. Um, I'm sorry. Is that a little blunt? Um, for me, for me personally, I think the loss that I think was the most irritating to me was the one, the one zero, the one zero loss, because that, like, one person just couldn't make a difference at all. Like, whether it, I mean, I think you mean oh two, right? It was two it was nothing. O- yeah, two nothing. Yeah, two nothing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, but <laughs> still, it's just like not anybody in our lineup can make a difference, and we we literally just can't string together anything. And I know we've talked about it before. We can't have like we don't have productive outs. We leave so many runners on. It's just and it's just so frustrating to see. So I mean, I think for me personally, like that loss was more irritating to me than the blowout today um like I just I don't know our bats just went fucking cold and you just you just see it and I'm just like all right well this is stupid (laughs) what you got Fernando or Randy oh man well I didn't get to see the first two games but this uh, that that game yesterday that was cool uh it be nice to see a couple more runs. Uh, today was just pathetic, man. Um, this lineup without Trout, dude, this is – it's mediocre at best. Uh, I don't know – I've said it in the chat before. I don't know how you expect this team. I mean, it could, it could float above 500 all at once all season. But if you can't compete with Oakland – I don't know how you expect to compete with the team that just beat up their damn teams through the trade deadline. It ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. It just ain't going to happen. And Reed Detmers today, I mean, rookie, young kid. You just got to chalk it up for what it was. Um, then again, where was the lineup? I mean, after Stassi's home run, mm-hmm. 
So, Fernando, what you got on this one? Yeah, man, just an overall frustrating series. And I mean, to be honest, I don't think either team deserved to win the game on Saturday. I mean, that was just, you know, BS all the way around. You know, one nothing. I mean, what are we doing here? And it was, you know, it wasn't even a good one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I, I'm really tired of the play as of late. And what frustrates me the most is mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, at the trade deadline on Friday, they didn't commit to anything yet again. I, you know, like that meme I posted where it's like the guy who's sweating and, you know, he has to pick between the options, but this time he picked both and it's buyers and sellers. We do it every single year. You got to commit to something because at the, the last six years, we've committed to being average. You know, stars and scrubs have been the approach that the Angels have had, and it keeps showing in series like this. It, it's always apparent when we're facing our division. We take care of either the mediocre teams or the teams that are really good, and we always lose to the bad teams. Like That's kind of how it goes every year. This year, it's us not taking care of our division. But, you know, the last two years, it's us, you know, killing teams like the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Red Sox, and losing to teams like the Rangers. Like I said, it's one or the other, man, and I'm just – I'm tired of it. I really am tired of it, and it just really came to boiling point this weekend. I think real quick for me is I think those moves could have been made no matter what, the ones that we did make getting those pitchers. I like those moves. Uh, yeah. you know, obviously, Selman didn't do his job today. That was, I think, the biggest disappointment for me because, like Randy said, Detmers is a rookie. He's going to take his lumps. I'm fine with that. Um, but my thing is if you've seen how the offense cannot carry any kind of momentum whatsoever, you either get after the managers to shake things up or you bring in players that are going to beef up the lineup. Because, again, we have no time to on Rendon. He could be lost for the season along with Trout. So why not go out there and get a third baseman? So like Fernando was saying, we didn't commit to nothing. And we should have just committed to the hitting. Because the ERA for the month of July was sparkling. Second best in all of Major League Baseball. So there's no excuse for the – we really didn't need to have to pitch – dip the pitching. I mean, Scherzer would have been nice. But to get a hitter or two would have really helped out. And – um the fact that, like, I'm with Courtney as well and with Randy as well. The lack of play, the lack of heart, you just don't see nothing. Like he said, after the second inning, they got that, that home run. It's like they didn't do nothing. Not one hit the rest of the game. You just can't win like that. I mean, for, for the most part, that four-game series, you asked your pitchers to do one thing. They came to the ballpark and did it, with the exception of maybe Detmers having that bad inning. Four games against Oakland, you pitched three hell of a game, uh, really good games, and you only won one. And it was one to nothing, like Fernando said. Come on, really. Um, as far as as far as this series, takeaways on the hitting that what you could, or what do you guys think? Who would have been the X factor? Do you think if they were to pick up someone on the deadline or a couple people? You guys want to take a shot at that? Honestly, I would have went for Chris Bryant for a third baseman like don't get me wrong I know we're trying to give Mayfield a chance you know and I think he is he's performing okay for how much time he's had Mm -hmm. you know um I know he's still had a few errors you know sometimes his hitting isn't consistent but he does get a few big hits um I would have liked a third baseman uh personally I don't like Trevor's story I don't know why I just Mm -hmm. nah um Chris Bryant he's you know he's a California kid Mm -hmm. so um I would have liked to see him in an Angels uniform. That's just me. Um, You know, and so I would have liked a third baseman or some type of stick. Um, So I I would have liked to see that type of trade. I think we need to cool it on the pitching now. Um, So (laughs) I was, (laughs) you know, I think we just need to give our guys time to develop. Uh, Detmers, I think, you know, he's a rookie. I think he only did, what, two or three games in AAA before we even brought him up in the too so i mean and good god i honestly think i honestly think we set him up by by having him start oakland i think we should have had him start the rangers like why are we going to put him why are we going to start him against a team that i'm sorry that owns us in the first place like why are we going to put him up against olsen that is that we know is going to just fucking yak one. So, but I mean, the, the, wait. The, the opposite side of that is Shohei Otani's first career start was against Oakland, and he, you know, made him his bitch. That is also true. Yes, 
but I think I think personally, at least what I've seen the last few years, sometimes we don't set our pitchers up well for a successful career. Like I know with Baria, he struggled a little bit when we first uh, when we first brought him up. Um, but I think personally, we always put him kind of like in shitty situations to where he kind of couldn't succeed, um, or at least it would be hard to. Um, I know sometimes I do have the philosophy where you want you sometimes you do have to learn by throwing somebody out into the fire, um, mm -hmm. or I guess out into the pool. But I just think as confidence wise, I think Detmers would have done better if we started him against the Rangers. I think maybe it just would have been a little bit more of a confidence boost. Um, and then hopefully we would have had the sticks to back him up. So it wouldn't feel like a total loss on him. Agreed. What'd you got, Fernando? Um, you know, I, I can't really necessarily think of any X factors. I mean, you know, we can sit here all day and talk about guys who we should have gotten, but I'm just a little more frustrated at the injuries that have, you know, brought us into this position in the first place. I mean, yeah. you know, we're having a much different conversation mm -hmm. if we have guys like Trout, Rendon, and Jared Walsh in the lineup. I mean, as of right now, it's literally Otani and a bunch of AAA guys or a bunch of guys who should be in AAA. You know, we can sit here all day and say, oh, yeah, we should have got Chris Bryant. We should have got Trevor Story, this guy, this guy, this guy. But at the end of the day, the guys who we have are talented enough to where they should be stepping up. And I get it. Oakland is a hard team to beat. But there's no reason we should be scoring, you know, one run the first three games of the series. I mean, that's uncalled for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Situational hitting. Bunt the guys over. You know, if you're, I understand there's some games where you're not going to be able to get that big hit. You're not going to have power. You're not going to get home runs. But that's where the situational hitting, and that's where smart base running and smart baseball comes into play. I can tell you one thing. Joe Madden always says, oh, well, we're playing like it's 1985. In 1985, these guys played with some cojones. In 1985, these guys found a way to get on base, have productive outs. Now, in modern-day baseball, it's, you know what, man? I'm going to fucking hit a home run or nothing. I don't care. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's. It, I get it. That's how baseball is. But if you're playing like it's 1985, playing like it's 1985. Yep. So that's that's my thing, man. You know, there's a couple X factors we should have gotten. Really, I think it started with trying to fix your back end of the bullpen. Uh, Rodriguez from the Pirates would have been a great guy to go after. <sighs> yeah. Uh, you know, hell, even a starting pitcher like a John Gray, I get it. He would have been a rental. But that's why you pair him up with somebody else you mm -hmm. know maybe you give him a guy like a Brandon Marsh and in return you get a Marquez and a John Gray hell probably even a Trevor Story because Brandon Marsh is a big piece yeah he is. so you give him a big piece and you get three guys in return one of them you offer a qualifying offer to John Gray could have helped you at least for to stay contention this year you know, and maybe to mentor the young guys. Because, I mean, he's played in some big games at the beginning of his career. So, you know, I'm not mad at the moves Perry made. Actually, I like the moves he made. But on the other hand, you know, th there's always more work that could have been done. That's mm -hmm. what I got to say for now. Randy? Yeah, I like the moves Perry made. I mean, we got some pretty decent pitching prospects in the in the process. Um, and that all that told me was that we're playing for next year, guys. I mean, I mean, I, are we really going to throw a bunch of good prospects at like a team like at Chicago, the way we're playing, when, we, when we're going to have Rendon back next year? It just doesn't, to me, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, mm -hmm. I guess if you're going to, if you were to trade for anybody, I would have maybe gone after like Wilson Contreras or something, you know, power hitting catcher. Can yep. also be a locker room, um, but like I said earlier, I mean, if you would have got anybody, I mean, was this team still going to go anywhere with the lineup that we have? I mean, even if you added one more power bat, or even not even a power bat, just a, just somebody that can hit. I mean, because the rest of this team proved that they can't drive in runs. Yeah. So I mean, we would have mortgaged whatever we had for probably finishing third or fourth down the wild card and third place in the division probably. So, I mean, honestly, I like what we did. We're playing for next year. Let's see what we can do in free agent. I honestly, that's what I really hope we do in free agency is go after someone like uh, uh, Trevor Story or um, Correa from Houston. 
we need a shortstop because Iglesias, as good as he is, as magical as he can be, <laughs> that bat's a joke, man. Yep. The bat's a joke. Man, Carlos Correa, that's going to be a tough sell to Angels fans. Yeah. Tough sell. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all about winning, man. You know what I'm saying? It's time to win. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. People will line up to give that man a handshake or a hug if he wins if he wins us a ring. Oh, absolutely. I would take him in a heartbeat just because he did it against the Dodgers. That's why I'd be like, hey, welcome home. <laughs> give but remember, he's a cheater. I yeah. still – I still like him because he did it against the Dodgers. I'm sorry. I'm in the minority, but, you know, I'll, I'll boo the Houston Astros team just because I hate him. But uh, the fact they did it against the Dodgers makes my heart good. <laughs> I um, can't because it's like disrespecting baseball, like no, as, as a whole. Uh, that, and that's just me. Like, there there was no reason for that Astros team to do what they did. Like, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. I'm a Dodger hater just like everybody else, or at mm -hmm. least all the other Angels fans. Don't get me wrong. But just the baseball in me, you didn't have to do all that. And then for the for like really none of them, even the year after, to like acknowledge it. Like even when it came out, they still try like tiptoe around it. Like oh, oh well, yeah. we didn't we didn't do this. Like you yeah. know, like at least just I really it. hate Alex Bregman and the way he handled the whole situation. Like if I'm really picking one of them, exactly. Yeah. Like the way all of them really handled it was just. I think was just disrespecting the game. Like, and that's, that's me. So I, I can't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to accept the fact if we ever took Carlos Correa, I just can't. Mm -mm. Okay. I mean, I, I made out of all of them take Correa, but I would never take Altuve, never take Bregman. They're both big time douchebags. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I wouldn't go with that. Um, I was putting in like, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I agree with what you guys said. I mean, um, wasting, you know, a guy like Marsh for a rental would have been a bad thing. Um, I think Randy said, you know, they're stockpiling players playing for next year. You got to fill in the holes now. Um, but, and I do agree. Maybe my pick for shortstops, either Seager or Simeon. I like either one of those guys. Um, just depends on how much they're going to cost. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's not much you can do. I mean, like, I think you guys are right. I mean, if, if even if we were to get a, a corner guy, like, you know, Courtney said, Bryant, something like that, I mean, could we get to the postseason? Not likely. I mean, without the the players we got, and you still can't trade the training staff or the management. You know, it's been bad. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, think about it. 22 blown saves by this team. And also just the many mistakes, um, situational pulling pitchers, um, the hitters, like you guys said, launch angles, like Fernando said, swinging for the fences every five seconds. Mm -hmm. Nobody's trying to do the little things. Like, And if you're playing 1985 baseball, you're like Vince Coleman, you're like Ricky Henderson, slap the ball, try to get on base, use your speed. No one's using – I mean, we always hear, hey, this guy's fast, this guy's fast. They're not using it to their advantage. No, they really aren't. And I think um... – Again, me personally in my background, that, that's how I was. I'm a slapper. I use my speed to my advantage. Mm -hmm. And I would almost that's how I that's how I played. I would want to make that infield look so stupid. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sorry. If I seen a big girl, uh like if I have two big corners, I'm dropping a bunt. I know they're not gonna come get it. <laughs> and I'm going to walk down to first base and laugh as I do it. Like it's just reading the defense, you know, and I we've always talked about this before. You know, if they're playing you a shift, you know, your third baseline is open. Just take it. Like, yeah. I don't, they're literally giving it to you on a silver platter. And no, you are just so manly, so macho that you're just like, no, I'm going to beat the shift if it's the last thing I do. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, are you serious? Like, you don't have to do all that. You really don't. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's not being smart. Like, it's just not smart baseball. And it's just, it's tiring to me. Um, you know, again, I find it more exciting to have a bunt, you know, if somebody beats out a bunt, you know, if somebody steals a base and not get thrown out. Um, and I think one of my favorite quotes is actually from Moneyball. Uh, when a player, he asks, he's like, he's like, yeah, but you pay me to get, uh, you pay me to steal bases. He's like, no, I pay you to get on first, not to get thrown out a second. No, so it's just yeah. like, 
you know, use, use your own qualities to your advantage. You know, Fletcher, Fletcher's our content guy. He's not, he's really not ever trying to do anything big. He's just trying to make contact, you know, yep. the defense is going to make the errors or yeah, he'll find a gap, but don't sit there and try to play out of your comfort zone. And I think that's what our, all of our lineup is doing at this point. Agree. You know, I'll say this real quick. Um, that play where Marsh scores first from first, that's about as 1985 as I've seen all year. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's about as aggressive as I've seen the Angels on the base pass all year outside of Otani. Mm-hmm. That's so true. That, yeah. See. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff we need because, you know, that's what you call a spark plug kind of guy. Mm-hmm. This team has really lacked a spark plug kind of guy. And that's what I'm really hoping is going to happen as this youth revolution starts to happen in Anaheim. And I will admit, it's you know, I, I can ride with these rookies. I can ride with these young guys, and I can vibe with that. Because you know what? At the end of the day, I know Brandon Marsh isn't going to mail it in. I know the Reed Detmer has given everything he had every single pitch. We're not sending out a bunch of tired-ass, candy-ass veterans who will, you know, are like, I'm just going to collect my paycheck. I'm just going to freaking lob in the 85-mile-an-hour curveball. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Mm-hmm. You know, you knew Reed Detmer was going for it. If he gets lit up, I guarantee he's going to go to his hotel room because I'm sure he probably doesn't have a house here yet and is going to beat himself up over it. He's going to obsess over it, and he's going to work on it. That's what this team needs. We need those young guys, you know, like Brandon Marsh to come up here and figure it out. The guys like Joe Waddell to come up and bring some energy in because when energy happens, winning starts because people are having fun. The best baseball player on the planet is the one who's having the most fun that day. If every single guy is out there literally enjoying what they're doing, they're not going to drag, you know, they're not going to drag their sorry asses back to the dugout after having their shoulders, you know, they're batting their shoulder for three straight pitches. Oh, strike three. Oh, I'm going to go back to the dugout. You know, if you go out there, you can have a good at bat and strike out. And, you know, hey, you know what? I struck out, but I'm going to go cheer for the next guy. Like, that's what you're not seeing right now. Mm. You're seeing them drag their feet. You're seeing them just kind of go through the motions. So I'm hoping that as these young guys really start to come up, they're going to be hungry to do something. You know, we haven't had these young, hungry players in a long time here in Mm -hmm. Anaheim. It's been a long time. And you know what is me? is on to touch on that fact is with a manager like Madden, you know, you get these little off season videos. Oh, come check out my hippie van or come check out this, you know, all oh, play like it's 1985. Someone like that should have this team playing like the, you know, like they're in first place, like they're on top of the world mm-hmm. and these guys yeah. are lifeless and dead every fucking night they go out there, man. Yeah. It's like, okay, okay. We're going to, we're going to have these cool videos. We're going to be all pumped up about, Joe Madden's van or whatever, but on the baseball field, man, do whatever, do whatever you guys want. Swing for the fences, strike out. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. It, it's almost, it almost yeah. reminds me of Tom Hanks in a, a what is a league of their own. Like he was just drunk half the time. At least, at least he had an excuse for nothing happening in the dugout. You know, um, you know, you and, and Randy brings up a good point. You look at the dugout. Even with Sosha, I know it was a dead year for um, for Osmus, but the years prior, you would see a collective. Ooh, you you should have chose your words more wisely there. I'm just saying, the years prior, everyone in the dugout got up, and they would they would be right there first to you know high five, butt slap, whatever you gotta do. You, I've seen home runs hit where maybe only Inglesias grabs Otani's helmet or or whoever hit the home run. And a few high fives here and there, and, and there's some guys still sitting on the chair, like looking back around on the field, not even getting up. Usually before that was a that was a staple. Everyone got it. And then I see these other fun teams like Boston pushing guys in uh, carts. Like, yeah, they give the chain in San Diego. There's there's all kinds of cool like little things to keep the teams together. And Randy's like, it's dead, and 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 we as fans can see it. What the hell are they doing in the freaking locker room? I, do they all, when they go underneath the, the win or lose, do they go underneath the stadium to the locker room and just disperse and get in their own little clicks? Or, you know, I mean, how does that work? Probably. You know, I want to know if they still hit the punching bag downstairs. You guys know that? Like, as soon as you go down the stairs, there's a giant punching bag? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I've sat behind 
the home team dugout many, many times during the social years. And I'll tell you what, man, it's like cell phone bars when you were looking down there, man, with all those guys standing up there watching the game, you know, cheering the team on. Mm-hmm. Those guys weren't taking seats. They weren't sitting on the freaking bench. You see Weaver's big ass. You see Lackey's big ass. And you see John Figgis' little ass at the end. Those guys <laughs> watching the game. These guys on the bench now, they <laughs> – I mean, at least Iglesias goes out there and celebrates a home run, but that's all he does because what is he doing when we're not hitting home runs? (laughs) Not hitting home runs. Yeah, you know what? The one thing I'll say about Iglesias is at least he does bring the energy. Remember, remember that one time where he got the ground ball, he ran a second, he just kept running like four his gum. Like at least he's trying. He's doing something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I give him that. Yeah, he's probably the only person there. But the fact that, but again, like the fact that we have to have that conversation, like, oh, remember that one time? Like, mm-hmm. we have to like yeah. find, like, we have to find a memory in order to do it. Yep. Like, obviously, that's an issue. Like, it's not like no, like every game there needs to be something. Like, I used to have a coach that said like eighty percent of baseball is mental. Like, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> if you guys Yogi Berra said that. Yeah, like if you're already acting dead, then you're more than likely going to lose. Like if it, and I think even when I was getting scouted by my colleges, like our coach always used to tell us, don't ever let anybody know what the score is. You guys keep cheering, mm-hmm. you guys keep, you know, being loud, keep doing everything. Don't ever make it look like you're losing. Cuz if you lose your attitude, if you lose all that motivation, then yes, you are going to lose. So, and it looks, and that's what we look like, whether we're winning or we're losing, we just look dead. And it's just so frustrating to see. I'm just like, dude, come on. Like, there's so many things that make baseball fun. Like, there are so many players that wish they could be on a major league field. And it just looks like our guys don't care at all. Like, hell, I would love to be on a, on a major league field. Put me yeah. at their base for all I care. I would love to be out there and just soak up every minute of it. And these guys just look like they don't care anymore. And it's so mm-hmm. frustrating. I'm going to ask some... Oh, go ahead. Guys act like this if Tory Hunter was out there right now? <sighs> oh, good God. <laughs> Weaver? Come on, dude. Not even. There wouldn't be punching bags getting punched. There'd be players getting punched. Yeah. <laughs> here's one. Here's one question I have for all of you. Uh, it's a kind of a long-winded one, so stick with me on this. I know pre-COVID, you know, you had the opportunity to see how the Angels have had three million fans every year. Uh, I know that this season started out with fourteen thousand only for a limited amount of time or whatever, but we've seen now the fans are back. They've been back for a good while. You still can't pack this place out, and. I think for the first time in a long time, I've, we've gotten far enough away from that playoff season to see the fact that, like, up unlike our rivals up north who can pack it out against Arizona and every other game, if you build it, they will come. If you win, they will pay attention. Right now, this is an uninspired team, and I think you're having uninspired fans. What do you guys feel about that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean – Throwing in the white flag. Yeah. <laughs> no. Is that a but, sock? Yeah, it was a sock. I don't have a towel, sorry. I mean, who wants to come out and watch these guys play? Yeah. I mean, Trout, I mean, don't even – who gives a crap about Rendon? I mean, Trout's not even playing. I mean, th- I mean, even if we're losing, I mean, other than Otani, watching those two in the same lineup, that's that's the price – that's worth the price of admission right there. Mm-hmm. Even in season. But you, 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 you couple uh, no trout. I mean, Walsh is injured now. I mean, all the other injuries. I mean, the pitching sucks. I mean, there's that's what you get. I mean, we're seeing 90s attendance right now. I mean, oh. 18,000, something like that. And, like, even, like, go-tos that would help this team sell out, like a Friday Night Fireworks, Saturday Night Fireworks, that ain't doing the job giveaways people some people are buying tickets in the cheap seats just to come to get multiple um things and then leave that's been a thing forever they've always done that but more so more so this year than i've ever seen though like it looks like people are stealing from the stadium because i see them as i'm walking into the parking lot people are coming with a handful of stuff out of the stadium yeah if y'all gonna give away because what else are we supposed to watch this trash ass team (laughs) what were you saying ready it almost seems like that's why they're uh, dividing the promotions. 
bobblehead, 14,000 bobbleheads this night, 14,000 bobbleheads freaking three weeks later. You know, that way, that way 48,000 people don't show up to this shit show, grab their bobbleheads and go the fuck home. <laughs> Only 14,000 will. Yeah, man, it just, I don't even know what it is right now. It's just, it's it just uninspired play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, it really does start in the locker room, and I'm tired of saying that, but it's just like some of these guys have to wake up and want to be there. You know what? I, I'm unfortunate because no matter what, I like baseball. Yep. I'll go to the game just to be at the game. I don't mm-hmm. care if the Angels haven't won a single game that year. You know, so that's why when guys are like, oh, well, we need to stop going to Angel Stadium to show Artie Moreno. Artie Moreno doesn't give a shit. Okay, whether you go to the stadium or not. So, you know, Jonathan, Michael, whoever the hell is saying that, it doesn't matter. He doesn't give a, a damn what you think. He got his TV. So, was that? He got his TV deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He got his TV deal. He's worth over, he's worth almost $4 billion again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this team's value keeps going up, up, and up. And I mean, Todd said that during the, the uh, post game show. Let me ask you guys this. So, I mean, Artie's almost 80, I want to say. I think he's, mm-hmm. like, in the 70s. So, do you guys think he's going to sell the team in the next 10 years? And the only reason I ask that is because he's going to die at some point. I don't even think he has children, if I'm not mistaken. He has he has daughters, I believe. I believe. Okay, because if, he do, if, he, if he does have children, then obviously that completely changed the, my question. But, I mean, do you guys don't think he's going to sell the team? Unless I mean, they- I- if he died, I could see it be a, uh, a cowboy situation where Terrell takes over for a little bit, you know, and maybe she decides, you know, this isn't for me and maybe sells the team to somebody. Yep, cash out. You know? Cash it out. It, it, I mean, dude, his, he's already made money tenfold. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's just and nobody in his family will have to ever work again if he wanted it to be like that. Um I mean, they really don't have to. He owns a billboard business. Yeah, I mean, like, look, $1.5 billion is what I thought the franchise was worth, and that was two years ago. It's, like, almost over $2 billion now. Um, my thing is with the fans, you got to get – What did you say he paid? Over $300 million, almost four hundred. He paid $184 million in From 2003. What? Yeah. $184 million, and the team is now worth over $2 billion. What? Nope. Yeah. I, I'm not joking. It's $184 million in 2003. Why did Disney sell so cheap? Because uh, they had to, right? Because of ESPN. I know ESPN pulled out, but damn, dude. Like, Yeah, man. probably why. Yeah, I'm that damn mouse. Well, for once, the mouse gets fucked. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, man? I think I already asked you, Todd. Uh, I, so let me ask Courtney and uh, and Randy here. So when Artie Moreno sold the, or sorry, when Disney sold the Angels to Artie Moreno, Disney sold ninety nine point nine percent of the Angels. To this day, Disney still owns one thing from the Angels. What do you think that is? They have one thing from the Angels. They still own. I, I, I'm, there might be a couple of other things, but there's like one major thing that Disney still owns today that they still profit off of. Would it be like uh, any type of like memorabilia, like pens or something? No. Hmm. You got to guess, Randy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, hey, but I don't know. <laughs> No, uh, no, Artie just bought it. It's the Rally Monkey. Are you so, uh, serious? Yeah, they still own the Rally Monkey. So they profit off of the Rally Monkey. And that's genius, though. I mean, you're going to keep one thing. Good that's, God. All right, I guess. That's why I don't see too many Rally Monkeys anymore at the stadium. They used to be everywhere. Yeah, I was yeah. like, they used to be everywhere. I remember going into the store and they would be different colors and they would be in different jerseys like all these other ones they still have them they have an otani jersey they had a calhoun a pujols and of course they still have a trout they also have a build your own rally the pujols one is handicapped from what i remember yeah (laughs) it's not too fast i think my sister i think my sister has a one back at my parents house i think she has one she definitely has a build your own monkey Mm. 
I'm about to go build one on my own. <laughs> yeah, if you go to the Hall of Fame store, it's kind of like a Build-A-Bear situation. They have like a little like stuffing machine and, you know, they grab it and they like, you know, put the monkey's ass in it and it, <laughs> oh, and it gets filled with uh, cotton and whatever else you want to put on it. You're going to dress them, put shoes on them. Yeah, it's just the way I like it. <laughs> I'm probably going to lose followers for this, but man, I hope that rally monkey thing dies when we change our logo and our uniforms, man. <laughs> oh. That, that, well, you heard it here first. Fast Times Under the Halo hates the rally monkey. Unfollow uh, now. <laughs> I, I have to, you know, maybe you guys are on the other side of it, but I'm going to go with Randy on this one. Oh, there goes our followers. I think, it I, think is. <laughs> I think it's time to turn a leaf already. You know what I mean? If we Rally go back Chris is abused. Rally. Yeah, Rally Chris <laughs> is about to have a fit. Oh, Rally yeah. Chris is getting added so hard. He is getting <laughs> added to the max. Oh, man. I mean, to me, I don't think this team needs a Rally thing. I think this just it, – it needs – it needs a overhaul. Like I've brought up before in the post game, I would rather watch the Pittsburgh Pirates because I know that those guys, like Fernando said earlier, and you guys brought up uh, Courtney as well, and Randy, the fact that they bring up hungry players. You know, they know their 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 team's going to be traded, but you know, the, you know, for the most part, their best players are gone. But when you watch a game in August and September, the Pirates aren't the best team. But they're out there and they're they're fighting. They're fighting with the Cubs. I used to watch them when they come on WGN all the time versus the Cubs. Or now that you have streaming services, you can watch whatever. Or it don't matter who they're playing. They're giving someone a hassle. They're not a rollover, and they're they're scoring runs. Why can't we? And and they have far inferior players than we do, and we have proven so supposed major league hitters. But again, the launch angles are stupid. The coaching's bad. These guys aren't making productive outs. They're not taking the extra base. They're not working walks. You can just see it out of Brandon Marsh. If the team was made up of Brandon Marshes right now, I'd be fine with that. If they're, you know, because he's slapping the ball the other way, he's working counts, he's working walks. His average isn't coming around, but it will be. And it's just, I'd rather go watch a sinking ship, knowing that they're trying to save the ship at the same time. Other than it looks like our angel players are like the violinist on the Titanic. Like, hey, let's just play the song out, and you know, we'll sink together without trying to save ourselves or anybody else. <laughs> So that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's where I think we're at right now. Gentlemen, it's been an honor batting with you today. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the meme, dude. Like we're going out really with a fight. We're just playing some crappy tune on a violin. Dude, stay tuned for the meme. <laughs> I will say, dude, our meme game has been on fire. Yeah, My friend who's a Red Sox fan, who's going to be, uh, by the time this comes out. So I, I guess I'll talk real quick what we're going to do on Wednesday. So the plan is for us to have a smack off on Wednesday. So with the freeway series coming this weekend, we're going to have some Dodger fans coming up and us Angels fans, we're just going to have a giant smack off. So my friend who's a Red Sox fan uh, is going to mediate. So that's going to be a fun time. So uh, stay tuned for that. But um, this, this particular Red Sox fan, his name's Travis. He told me like, dude, your memes have been absolutely hilarious. And that's coming from a Red Sox fan. You know, he doesn't have a dog in the fight, but he said he, A, loves what we're doing, and B, he loves our memes. He said they're hilarious. Love it. I know. I think we got uh, complimented on our gift game on Twitter as well. Nice. <laughs> our gift game? Yeah. Uh, has our gift game been strong? I, I haven't really looked on the Twitter. On Twitter? Well, when I was doing it, yes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Shots fired. I know. Yeah, so. Uh... Hey, Rally Chris has that sick gift where it's like, what? And it's like, Riley, Chris, Riley, Chris. <laughs> he does. That's true. Mine's I'll, still there. I use the office. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, though, about this page. And like I was saying on the message board, I know you guys thought I was drunk the other day. I was buzzed, but I was feeling it. I, I meant it. Like, Randy, I don't uh, I got to add you to that, uh, that little page we got. But thing is, like, I was just telling everybody how proud I am of everybody. Everyone's done. You know, we work as a team. I'm not in charge nobody's in charge we do this all together and if we don't do it together it's not going to happen and right now everything's coming along like chase will surprise me and be like hey man the web we got a website i'm like when did we get a website yesterday and it's all decked out and finished already i'm like holy crap you know and then rally chris is getting those cards you know and getting the design from you you're making these shirts that everyone wants to copyright and then uh you know uh, you know steal your ideas and fernando's got there get busting his ass getting interviews uh, doing memes. Courtney's out there putting in her two cents here, working Twitter. Uh, I mean, we just have, and then James doing the pregame. I mean, 
I'm really just excited to see where this has gone and how it's going to be. Cause I can, I can think of how it's going to be just this time next year. And I think it's just going to be off the charts. Good. And it's all because of all of you. Thank you. Thank you. We, we appreciate the don't crack warning stuff. I'm sorry. I'm just crying. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but I get just fight Todd. What happened? You ain't getting my Bud Light. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I mean, I, look, I it's really it's I think we really appreciate everyone's hard work, and I know it takes time to do all this stuff, and so I just wish that the amount of effort we put into this show all together collectively, the Angels could do the same thing on the field, because man, this thing would be much bigger and more fun to do if they were winning. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know, right? I so I mean, people are like, you guys didn't even talk about the A series, really. But I mean, to that, I say, was there anything to talk about? We we scored what four runs in the span of four games. Yep, yep. And I don't know my math too good, but that's like what one run a game. So, yeah, I mean, but the sad part is, it wasn't one run a game. <laughs> it wasn't even that. We tripled our production and still lost today. So. There, there you go. There you go. That puts it in perspective. All right. So uh, I, I didn't get to watch the, the whole game, but obviously I got to see some highlights. What was your interpretation of how Reed Detmers looked? Did he at least look poised? Did he look like he was challenging guys? It looked like the first two, three innings he was challenging guys. And then it looked like he started, you know, maybe, maybe near the end of the third inning, kind of tiptoeing his way around. It looked like he might have got rattled a little bit. Go ahead. I think his curveball was pretty nasty. That thing, you know, he had some good movement there. Um, it did look like he he got a little bit rattled, but I mean, who else wouldn't be rattled up against fucking Olsen? Like, mm -hmm. it, like what the hell? So, um, but I know he he did come back uh, one two three after that, didn't he? I think mm -hmm. the next inning. Um, yeah. So I mean, you know, he came back. I think he came back well for that being his first outing. Um, I mean, I'm still very hopeful for him. I mean, I again, I said it before. I think we, I think we just set him up pretty, pretty bad. You know, I don't, I don't agree with the start today. I feel like we should have started him against the Rangers. But other than that, I mean, I really, I'm happy with him, and I feel like all he's going to do is just kind of grow. He's going to learn from this, and I know he's probably going to look back at film. He's probably going to see what he did wrong, but he's going to care because I know he probably does not want to have that happen again. So, um, and I think that with him being a young player um you know he wants to get better he wants to succeed um so i'm very hopeful for the for the rest of his starts randy yeah i agree with courtney um and i think you said it too todd um this was a stupid series to start him in i mean you're sending him out there against oakland and i'm sure he knows who oakland is um you know they're one of the best they're not their players though <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would, I would, I would have sent him against, uh, you know, the Rangers or something. Um, but you know, for the most part, you know, you can see a little bit of nerves in him. You know, that's to be expected. He's a rookie. You know, you know, not everybody's going to be Weaver the rookie year. Um, but you know, if the offense, you know, would have kept showing up past the second inning, you know, it would have been so bad. You know, he might have not got the win or anything, but you know, it wouldn't have been so bad, even if we would have lost. Seven to eight. At least we we would have shown some freaking life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think the 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 thing was he was nervous, like Courtney said. First inning, you throw thirty your pitches, thirty pitches in the first yeah. inning, um, and then he was settled down the second. But then he ran into trouble. I think pitch selection really hurt him a lot. I don't know if that's the it, it's on him or the catcher not really knowing his stuff. But uh, he he did not go with his go to pitches against, like she said, Olson and stuff. So, uh, yeah, he, he did not have success there. But I think in the future, like Chris Rodriguez and a couple other pitchers they got going, I think the sky's the limit. I think they're going to get better. You know, if Heaney was still on the team, you know, while she was saying that they're going to be looking at a tablet, you know, he's looking at a tablet trying to get better. Heaney would have wandered into the locker room and, you know, looking for a Pokemon Go character and like, what are you doing on your tablet? Oh, I'm, I'm actually doing work. I'm trying to get better. <laughs> You're stupid, yeah. man. Just go out there and throw the ball. Who cares? That's Heaney, you know, and we're glad he's gone. You know, I can't say that enough. I'm going to say that for a few more shows. But, uh, yeah. Roger Lodge is sad, though. Go James? Ahead. James? Heaney's gone. James, place on my floor. Heaney did so much for this franchise. 
No, it didn't. Yeah. Look at that stash. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Randy? Look at that sassy home run again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I, know, I think they did like Haney's. Uh, I think he put in seven years with us. They're like, oh, thanks for seven years, Haney. I'm like, what the fuck did he do in seven years? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play his top highlights for the past seven years. Yeah. And after like 23 seconds, and it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was just like, what the fuck? I was like, he didn't take us to a fucking title. He didn't even take us to like a playoff game. What the fuck did he do in seven years to where we we're like, thank you? Like, no, bye, go. We'll pack, pack like like Randy said, we'll always have 2015. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the best year here. I swear, we were mourning this guy leaving like he freaking died or something, man. It was pathetic. Right? I was just like, no, hurry up. Let's pack your bags. The next flight is in two hours. Let's go. Yes. I will drive you to New Jer- to New York myself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've had better pitchers leave here, and we did absolutely nothing. Nothing social media for it. And then this guy, we're, we're trying to read the riot act for him and be like, good luck in the Bronx. We're going to miss you. Yeah, right. Who cheered for this ass clown when he came onto the mound? Nobody. Because yeah. you're always like, well, over, under, five or more runs. You know what I mean? <laughs> she- yeah. And over. What did you say, Randy? The Yankee fans are going to eat him alive. Oh, yes. Yeah, Yankees fans. Guys? <laughs> yeah, Yankees fans are brutal. Like, they still want Stanton's head on a fucking pitchfork right now because he's trash. And then they were uh, trying to kill their own manager when they were losing. Well, they still are. But, like, mm-hmm. no, they, they're going to eat him alive. And I will sit here with popcorn and watch it. <laughs> and he's a nice guy. So I think it's going to make it hard. You know what I mean? He's not. You know, there's yeah. some people who are built to go to New York or, you know, some of these bigger markets. Mm-hmm. And there's some guys who are not. I'm going to be, I'm really interested to see how the Cubs fans are going to react to them just being a ball of crap now. Oh, because yeah. Cubs fans are the same way. You yeah. know what I mean? They'll, they love the Cubs. But when the Cubs suck, oh my God, they let them have it. So I want to know how, like, the mindset's going to change now. Because it went from, hey, we're World Series champions to, hey, we're the bottom of the barrel. We're going to restart. (laughs) Is that the Madden curse? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, I don't know if you can call it the Madden curse for us if uh, nothing ever happens. (laughs) (laughs) The curse that keeps going. Yeah. Maybe it's a good luck charm if he gets fired. Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like having uh, Tyrod Taylor as your quarterback, like, Tyrod Taylor is a, a average quarterback. Next thing you know, like he's going to be bad. He's going to get hurt, and you're going to find a franchise quarterback. Maybe it's going to be like that. Could be. <laughs> Joe Madden's going to give us our franchise manager. We'll get like a reincarnated version of Mike Sosha, like when he first started. Jose Molina, please. Yeah, uh, would somebody. you guys take him? Would you guys take Jose Molina? Oh, in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'll, tr- I'll take a trained monkey at this point. <laughs> because at least he'll dance. He'll do. He'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> but does he believe in 1985 baseball? That's the thing. That's the big question. Uh, who knows? <laughs> now, the trade monkey would do the sneeze. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, the latest TikTok dances. I don't know that. that at the tailgate. It's like you're it's talking a different TikTok. language. No, it's the TikTok T- dances. You guys gotta let me be in charge of the TikTok. What did I say? I didn't say TikTok. <laughs> yeah, not TikTok. Yeah, it's TikTok said- or Instagram, something like that. Yeah, Ch- yeah Chase. Okay. Chase says he has that unlock. I don't know. We have to. We have to check him on that. We can change the password. Played nineteen eighty five baseball. That's probably some recycled bullshit from the two thousand <laughs> Tampa Bay Rays playoff run. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how can you say nineteen eighty five baseball and you just sitting there on? The <laughs> mask on. Like, yeah. come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I feel like we're um, we're like that movie Major League. Like if we win like two in a row, like if somebody just comes by, be like, "All right, guys, we That's... won. Two. <laughs> this is a streak. Let's keep it going." <laughs> like we have to like remind them what they're still doing. <laughs> yeah. So 1985 baseball doesn't mean anything when you're playing little league baseball. It's yes. like, you know, it's just playing. I, I, that's all I want to see. You know what? Going real quick back to the Reed Detmers team before I, you know, put a bow on that one. Mm-hmm. It's not about what you do on your first start. It's about what you do with your second start. Everybody knows your, re- your career really starts after your second game because your first game is a dog and pony show. You go out there, 
you know, you're bombarded by cameras, bombarded by interviews, your parents are there, everyone's there. So, it, it, you know, it's a beauty contest, you know what I mean? Everyone's just like, oh my God, look, there he is. <laughs> so, you know, you don't Make really you know. have time to focus. You're literally just thrown into the fire. So it's really, when the second game starts, that's what I want to see out of Reed Deppers. He could have given up a hundred runs literally today and I would have been like, whatever, cool, doesn't matter. He could have thrown a perfect game. I would have been like, you know, whatever, doesn't matter. You know, it was the adrenaline. It's really going to depend on what he does after the second game. So if Reed Demers can settle down, take care of what he needs to take care of, I'll be good. I don't care if he goes winless this year. If he has good starts, I'll blame our offense. I've got no problem with that. You know, our pitching hasn't been absolutely horrendous, at least not for starters. Some guys who we've been waiting to step up forever have finally stepped up. And this is the youth movement I keep talking about because that's what we need. We need Patrick Sandoval to go up there and pitch with some energy. Because I can tell you guys right now, if Patrick Sandoval can keep it going, Patrick Sandoval can be the man in the 714. He he has the stuff. He's got the energy. He's got the attitude. And, I mean, it's weird I'm talking about the attitude because we really don't know what that is in Anaheim, right? Mm-hmm. That is true. We're not used to guys with attitude. After Weaver uh, left to go to the Padres, which was also stupid, you know, with, uh, uh, real quick, Weaver could have definitely stuck around in the bullpen. He would have been a great closer. Yeah, good luck hitting a 75-mile-an-hour curveball in the ninth inning. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have came with the heat. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, Trevor Hoffman made a career with – throwing 50-mile-an-hour change-ups and was great. So, I mean, I think Weaver could have probably still been pitching right now as a decent closer. Like I'm telling you, I mean, if if you throw off these guys in either the eighth or ninth inning, I mean, you know, you've been seeing 100 miles an hour all day. Oh, here comes a 65-mile-an-hour curveball. Yep, yep. You know, true. good luck. Well, as we wrap it up, you don't have too much left. I just want to say this. There's two guys I want to see unless you got anything on the Texas series. But for me, I just want to say there's two guys I want to see re-sign next year that are leaders in show emotion, and that's Rossiel Iglesias and Cobb. I would like to see both those guys back. I think that would only help the team if you're not going to go out and get a born leader to take over this locker room. I think those two guys could be staples moving ahead, but a lot's got to happen between now and then. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I definitely want to see Cobb back in an Angels uniform. Um, and I think Iglesias is a great closer. Um, I, you know, so what? Like, you know, every once in a while, a couple of hits will get racked off of him. But I think those are probably situations to where, he, you know, he doesn't have a clean start or, you know, we don't bring him into the best of situations. Uh, but other than that, I love Iglesias as our closer. Um, I think, I don't know, I honestly can't remember the last time we had a great closer. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to see him extended. Exactly. Houston Street. Kind of. I, eh. I think I think it was Frankie though, as far as a dominant dude. Yeah, like a dominant closer, like a, yeah. a frequent dominant closer. There like, we go. Like teams had to work really hard not to get to the ninth, being uh, being down against us. You know. You know, I posted on the, one of our very first questions of the day on this network was, is Francisco Rodriguez a Hall of Famer? I was surprised with the amounts of no. I, actually, I was flat out disappointed by the no's I got. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, think that people shouldn't have their opinion, but saying no is flat out wrong. Guy's a Hall of Famer. Guy's a Hall of Famer, but didn't he, like, beat up his wife's dad or something? Or like, There's a special section of the Hall of Fame for that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure yeah you're not like in the front where everyone can see you're like near the back oh okay like the back corner that's fine <laughs> yeah do anything they had of like trevor bauer in the hall of fame is probably like we're gonna take away that spider tag baseball to... yeah <laughs> what, do, what do you think randy about him being a hall of famer frankie oh absolutely i mean that's all i'm gonna say i mean there's nothing else to say I mean, there's closer still trying to chase his record. Come on. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I'm trying to pull up his numbers real quick. Bob and Rassio Iglesias thing real quick. You absolutely have to sign those guys. Cobb's one of those guys, like we heard earlier in the season, he was the dude to call the closed-door meeting. Mm-hmm. And just recently I heard about Rassio being in the bullpen talking with these guys, you know. 
that's the kind of guys you need in this locker room. And that's the kind of guys, when, if you need to go outside the organization, you know, to sign guys, that's the kind of fucking guys you need to get. None of, the, none of these, none of these guys like Joe Madden, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely going to stop. Um, so anyone, got any, anyone else got any final thoughts on this show? Because unless you want to preview the Texas, like I said. Real quick, let me give you guys the Francisco Rodriguez numbers, okay? Okay. So he has 53 blown saves in his career. I mean, he played a long time, though. He has a 2.86 ERA. He pitched in 948 games, 437 saves, 1,142 strikeouts in 976 innings, and he's not a Hall of Famer. And two beat up people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, what, what you're telling me is that Rachel Luba could have been his agent. Yes, we get it. Yes. <laughs> and we don't thousand two world series without A Rod, man. Oh yeah. oh yeah. 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 He's he's for sure an Angels Hall of Famer. And honestly, I wouldn't even like if they were like, oh, we're gonna retire his number, I don't even think I'd be mad. I'd be like, okay, I mean, he's probably the best uh, pitcher we've ever had as far as a bullpen on. And speaking of that real quick, since you brought that up, why haven't they done any retirement ceremonies this year? There are several players I can think of that could have already had their numbers retired. I have it on pretty good authority that they were supposed to retire Salmon's number this year, but COVID. So I th I don't know if it's going to happen this year, but I, I have it on pretty good authority with my, you know, people I know that they were supposed to do it this year was planned. And I think GA is also planned. GA has got to be. I mean, I would have retired Erstad, GA, Salmon, and Rodriguez easily. And well, Weaver. you can't retire Erstad now because Otani. Well, yeah. well, you can retire the number, but you can uh, – it'd be like Mariano Rivera. He'd be grandfathered to be the last son of a bitch to wear that number ever. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. what they need to do with Guerrero too. Absolutely. Or you just change your jersey number and get even more money because now people have to – people like dumbass like me got to be like, well, no, I got to buy the Otani, <laughs> you know, 57 jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I'm like, oh, that's fine. I'll just buy another one. It's fine. Oh. Well, the Otani 17 is so last year. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy, like, 15 years from now, and the retired numbers, you have, like, an Erstad retired, an Otani retired, a Guerrero, and a Trout. Same numbers. Some some new fans are going to be like, why do they have the same numbers if they're retired? Well, yeah. we're going to have to have Otani play for a lot more years to ever consider a retirement, uh, jersey number retirement. Yeah, because I don't think he's going to do this every year, but I do think he's going to be a consistent 30 to 40. I, I just do. That'd I be think great. He... That's an off-season topic about, like, breaking down Otani and talking about keeping Otani around. Mm -hmm. um, about this season, you know, even if we don't make the playoffs, you know, even if we keep playing like, we, like we're playing, just enjoy You've been playing like it's 1985? Yeah. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, go ahead, Randy, one more time. No, I'm just – enjoy what Otani's going to do the rest of the year. I mean, that's that's worth the price of admission. Agreed. Uh, absolutely. Now, as far as the Rangers series, I mean, it's a four-game series, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Real quick, I'll, I'll go through some of these starters, and maybe we'll just predict, and then we'll call it from there. Okay. Uh, so Monday, uh, we don't have a pitcher yet. I think as of right now, Chris Rodriguez is who's expected. That's kind mm -hmm. of the, the chatter, but that has not been officially announced, I don't think. Yeah, it was announced. Oh, it was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Chris Rodriguez is going to be making his first major league start. Mm -hmm. I don't think he made one earlier. He was just a bullpen arm. And then some guy named Dunning for the Rangers. He's 4-7 and seven with a 4.20 ERA. All right, so thumbs up. Angels are going to win game one. Thumbs down, we're going to lose. All right, ready? One, two, three. Okay. So <laughs> one side is up, the other side is down. I don't know. I think Chris Rodriguez is going to surprise us. I mean, he's been there. He's done that. Sure, it's his first major league start, but I think he's going to try to prove that he belongs. I hope we're wrong. Let's just put it that way. I think he's going to look over at his buddy Reed and be like, hey, yo, bro, watch this. And he's just going to, you know, he's just going to go to town. He can All pitch right, a one hit be a home run, and we'll still lose that game because the offense. <laughs> no, Otani will get a home run. Well, I'd hope so. He's due again. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a, 
It'll be a, it'll be a one-one game. It's like the fourteenth inning. Jeez. Oh, no, that would that would revolve around blowpen actually holding it. <laughs> not, good not like good it. news, right? So it's the seventh. We're gonna put you in. We're gonna write it. You're, you're gonna keep going Three from the seventh days. on. Yeah, we're gonna keep pushing. <laughs> oh man, poor Russell. Um, I don't. So we haven't announced anybody for Tuesday yet. Uh, but they have Lyles. I think his first name is Jordan, if I'm not mistaken. Retread. Uh, it's not telling me. Retread. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's like a under 500 pitcher his career. He's been around everywhere. Yeah. Okay. We should. Well, uh, yeah, five and seven, five and four. I feel like Otani would start that day, two way day. I, I'm plugging uh, him in on that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So definitely comes assuming Otani is pitching because I know he is that that finger jam right now. Mm-hmm. But let's just pretend he's going to pitch on Tuesday. Thumbs up or thumbs down that we win with Otani. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. Okay, so we're all predicting. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Wednesday, another to be decided. My guess is it really is going to depend on Otani. Okay. And that's for Alfred for them. And I think uh, I, and there's no way we've announced anybody for Thursday, right? I don't think so. Yeah, they haven't announced anybody yet either. So really, I mean this. This Ranger series is just kind of tossing the air. Uh, I, I'm probably going to say we'll win three out of four. I say we split with this offense. Split. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're going to split it. All right. I'm the only one being optimistic on this one. So I'm we, guessing three out of four. You guys are all saying split. You say split too, Randy? Torres pitches a series? So he should pitch this series, yeah. He should. I like our chances of Suarez pitching. Okay. okay. He didn't be going Wednesday or Thursday, depending on if Otani does come back. But, yeah, he'd be pitching one of those games. Okay. Perfect. Well, um, let's do the plugs real quick. Uh, since Randy's here, you want to, uh, like, talk up your uh, designs, Randy, on Redbubble? Yeah, man, just go check them out. Uh, got some cool signs. Uh, what do we got on there? Um, the butter, uh, Buttercup. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hot Fox T-shirts. Uh, we got some cool '80s designs. We got some more '80s designs coming, by the way. Ooh. Ooh, can't wait. Those Fernando's uh, and Todd seen some sneak peeks. So, uh, yeah, just go check it out, man. You know, uh, uh, represent the page. You know, like like the boys say, it all goes back to the page. You know, we don't get nothing. It's all for you guys. So go check it out. Support the page. Oh, and the uh, support the minor league uh, baseball players. I really would like to see those go flying off the shelves, man, because I really want to see that cost take off. Agreed. That's turned into our number one seller. We Sweet. sold like five or six t-shirts like within the first night we released them. Nice. So our goal, for those of you guys who don't know, who maybe have just stumbled onto our show, is by the end of the minor league season, we'd like to have enough money so we can drive down to the 66ers ballpark or whoever's nearby. I'm not, I'm not against feeding some Dodger players if they're the what the team that's here. I'll feed any minor leaguers and, you know, give them a healthy uh, a healthy dinner. We'd obviously like to feed the 66ers because those are our boys. But, you know, all these minor leaguers are on the same boat, man. Getting paid 12K a year, six or six guys living in a, you know, two or three-bedroom apartment, you know, getting 20 bucks a day, more like $8 a day after they pay their 12 bucks to feed themselves. These guys deserve to eat more than just zebra cakes. So we'd really like to go down there and give them some like Jimmy John's or Wobble Grill, something that's healthier, that's actual food. So that's what we want to do with that. Uh, you got anything? Tailgate? Oh, yeah. Tailgate. Yay. August 14th, guys, come to the tailgate. We are starting at noon? 12 o'clock. Yep. So we are starting at 12 o'clock under the big A. Um, and I believe, were we still going to try to do a live show? Yeah, we're, we're working on that. Me and Fernando are trying to see if we're going to do a studio-type version outside or just a on-the-fly phone thing. We might do a pre-recorded and a, a live. We're just trying to figure that out. Got it. So make sure you guys come out to the tailgate. Um, we will all be there. I will be there for a little bit because um, I'm actually going to be down the street at Disneyland. It's my birthday. That's what I wanted to do because I'm a child. Um, <laughs> but I'll still come to the tailgate just to come hang out with you guys. Um, so it will be a lot of fun. I believe we'll have cornhole, uh, bring your own beer, BYOB, um, cornhole, <laughs> all that fun stuff. So hey, beer is not allowed. Wink, oh, wink. sorry. 
happy juice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it will be a lot of fun, guys. So, and then again, just keep um, sharing the page, um, tag us in anything. If you guys go to the games, home or away, at Halos in the Enfield, um, we always appreciate your guys' pictures, videos, um, all of those things. Exactly. Thank you so much, Courtney. And the last thing I'll say is check out the podcast version of this or anything that you've missed on YouTube. Um, we also do the uh, bingo giveaways, which I should do one real quick uh, for the jersey. So I'll release one. And if you're winning in this thing, that increases your chances by paying attention. This was B12. So B12, just like the vitamin, uh, that is your bingo ball for a chance to win a free jersey. Uh, so with that being said, that's my final words. That's all you guys' final words. Thank you so much for being a part of the show tonight, guys and girls. And uh, we will see you, what, Wednesday, Thursday for the next series, a recap on the Rangers? Thursday. Yeah, well, yeah. I think Wednesday we're going to do that smack off too. Oh, that's right. The Dodger thing too, yeah. yeah. And Todd and I also have an interview sometime this week. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, Yeah, okay. We got that together. And then, Randy, anything you want to say before you go? Just fucking win, man. <laughs> hey, plug your Instagram. Oh yeah, fast times under the halo on Instagram, man. Come check me out. You know, it's it's you know, it's not for children. You know, don't don't be <laughs> you know, your kids. You know, add me or follow me. You know, it's just adult humor only. You know, we cuss, we bullshit. You know, we talk all kinds of crap, and it's strictly angel ball. You know, it's, it's nothing else. So you know, come check me out. You know, <laughs> NSFW, but it's a good time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody enjoy the rest of your nights and let's go halos let's go halos Viva los angelitos oh my god <laughs>